my dearly beloved, all greetings to you. What a wonderful day it is. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Oh, I am Reverend Dr. Lydia Waters, Senior Pastor of Pacoima First United Methodist Church in Pacoima, California. And may I say again and again that I am so happy that you have joined us via our video. I come wearing white during this season of Easter because liturgically Easter season is still with us. As Jesus rose from the dead and stayed around for 40 days. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to celebrate the sense of Easter for a while. And so let us join in our praise with our minister of music, Sister Hope Carr, accompanied by her husband, Brother Darnell Carr. And we're going to sing praises to the Lord our God. Because now, you know, when praises go up, blessings. Dominion and power Now and forever The Lord God omnipotent Reigneth with power Forever with power Greater than all You are sovereign God God Great God Worthy Of honor and glory We stand here In reverence Blessed in your presence Jehovah Forever and ever our God Glory and honor, dominion and power Now and forever the Lord God omnipotent Reigneth with power, forever with power Greater than all you are sovereign God God, worthy of honor and glory, we stand here in reverence, blessed in your presence, Jehovah, forever and ever our God. now for our scripture reading found in the New Testament gospel of John. John chapter 10 verses 11 through 18. John chapter 10 verses 11 through 18. And now listen to the word of the Lord. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep, Jesus says. The hired hand who is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and runs away. And the wolf snatches them and scatters them. The hired hand runs away because a hired hand does not care for the sheep. Jesus says, but I am the good shepherd. 
I know my own and my own know me. Just as the Father knows me and I know the Father. And I, I lay down my life for the sheep. Oh, I have other sheep that do not belong to this fold, but I must bring them also so that they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock, one shepherd. For this reason, the Father loves me because I laid down my life in order to take it up again. Jesus says, no one takes it from me, but I lay it down on my own accord. I have power to lay it down and I have power to take it up again. I have received this command from my Father. The word of God for the people of God. All thanks be to God. And now, beloved, won't you pray with and for me? Almighty God, as I come, won't you please allow the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, for you are my strength and you are my redeemer. You saved me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Our sermon topic for today is Jesus is able. Jesus is able. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The Bible, beloved, is pregnant with images of God as the shepherd and we as the sheep. Because these were familiar images in Bible days. And we, and we can translate them for today simply by reviewing their meaning. Child of God, in Jesus' day, the major function of a shepherd was to care for the sheep. The sheep are docile, quiet, assuming animals. They have poor eyesight. They cannot fight for themselves against the tricks of the wolves and other predators who are out to kill, steal, and destroy them. They, they have to be led to water and pasture because they don't know when to quit. When attacked, a lamb has to be defended. When lost, it normally has to be found. So therefore, a good shepherd at evening would just stand by the entrance to the fold and account for each and every sheep as it passed under his staff or hand. The shepherd was a strong, loving person who, who cared lovingly and deeply for each and every one of his sheep. And listen, a sheep without a shepherd was in great danger. May I repeat, a sheep without a shepherd in that day was in great danger. In other words, for today, a human being without a savior is in great danger. And Jesus is reminding us today that he's like a good shepherd. Somebody say amen. Beloved, you know, it's just simply good to know that Jesus is caring for our every concern each and every day. 
It's just simply good to know during these times that the king of glory, the prince of peace, the lily of the valley, the rose of Sharon, the bread of life is just watching over you and me. Glory to God. It's just so reassuring to realize that when life tries to take us out, when life tries to overwhelm us, when the enemy is attacking us, it's just critical that we recognize, I said recognize, that Jesus is always around to protect us from the enemy and many times even from ourselves. It's just good to know that we are so loved and cared for in a way, in a way so completely and all-consuming that even the thought of it just blows your mind. Think about it. Say it to yourself. Jesus loves me. This I know. For the Bible tells me so. Oh, say to yourself, Jesus is willing and Jesus is able to take care of me. Oh, beloved, in this world of selfishness, corruption, and doubt about spiritual things, the sad story that most of us don't know what it is to be totally loved and cared for. Oh, We know what it is to be liked and we know what it is to be admired and we know what it is to be looked up to. But to really be loved to the point that the other person would give their life for us? Well, now that's a whole other story. And the truth is, we don't really know that they would or would not because, praise God, they have not been put to the test. Oh, but Jesus, I said, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus gave his life for us. He did not, not die for us. He died for us because he loved us. Now in the world, you can ignore someone who would do that for you. In in the world, we can not give that person a lot of undivided attention, adoration, and love. But think today of how many children, the elderly, the homeless, The oppressed have never known love from another person. They have lived a life of utter neglect. Oh, but not you and me. Because we are Christians. We know about love. The love of Jesus. Jesus, the good shepherd. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus is able. Now, listen, listen. Many times, people will let us know that they would do anything for us, and we believe them. We're so lonely for human interaction today that many times we'll listen to anybody. That's so sad. But people, people have a way of, of, you know, talking that talk, but they don't know anything about walking that walk. And we need to remember that talk is cheap, beloved, and words are easy. And then so many times, people are just simply great pretenders. So listen, to have a person in our lives who has power, that's mature and unselfish. His love for us is a blessing. If you got a person like that, keep them. And really, the only words to trust, really, in the bottom line is, it's the word of God found in the Holy Bible. And if you are around people who know the word of God and live it, oh, you in good company. So we must, we must remain careful not to put faith in people's word and not God's word. 
Because when we do, we open the doors to disappointment and hurt. The word of God says, above all things, guard your heart. Oh, but but here's Jesus. The person who has all power, all knowledge, owns the cattle on a thousand hills, telling us that he would die for us. And he did just that. Jesus' love is real, my beloved. Jesus is telling us today. That he is the good shepherd. And he says that because there are both bad and good shepherds. He wants to be clear about which one he is. So Jesus says, I I am the good shepherd. You know, it's really naive to think that everybody is good at who they say or think uh, they are. There are good doctors and bad doctors. There are good lawyers, bad lawyers. There are good parents, bad parents. There are good teachers and bad teachers. We can categorize almost anything into good or bad. But Jesus says, I am good at what I do. He distinguishes himself from the image of the bad shepherd. Jesus makes it plain by saying, I am the good shepherd. The, capital T-H-E. Oh, but wait a minute. Wait a minute, beloved. You know, we can't let anything get past us here now. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. When he could have said, I'm a good shepherd. When he could have said, I'm like a good shepherd. But he did not. He said, I am the good shepherd. Jesus uses the definite article here and it has the effect of setting him Apart, so that not only is he different, but he is unique. Oh, yes. There were shepherds in Jesus' day. Some of them were good, but they were only good in a human sense. Jesus is here saying he's good in an altogether different sense because Jesus is God. It reminds me of the time in In Luke chapter 18, verses 18 through 30, you know, when a rich young ruler came up to Jesus and he said to Jesus, he said, good teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said to him, who calls me good? There is none good but God alone. And Jesus said this to make sure that the rich young ruler knew when he called Jesus good, who he was talking about. Jesus is saying, Don't call me good unless you realize that you are also calling me God. (laughs) In other words, when Jesus says he's good, he means he's God. I am the good shepherd. He means I am the divine shepherd. The one and the only one who is totally good. God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. Oh, we can only say that about God. Can I get an amen? So listen, my people. Listen, people today want to be called good for all the wrong reasons, but Jesus is extraordinary. He could have said, I am the good shepherd because I have greener pastures than anybody else. He could have said, I am the good shepherd because I have more sheep than anybody else. He could have said, I'm the good shepherd because I have more power and authority than anybody else. 
But Jesus didn't say that. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd because I laid down my life for the sheep. Oh, glory to God. That's powerful. In other words, being good does not mean having more power than anybody else. Being good does not mean having more things than anybody else. Being good means having love and sacrifice, hard work and tenacity in our actions. Remember now, Satan offered Jesus the world if he would just kneel down and worship him. (laughs) Don't get it twisted. Don't judge goodness by what people have now. Be clear about goodness. Being good means means laying down our life for somebody else. And we can only be good when we know Jesus and want to be like Jesus. You see, a good human being lives and operates from the revelation knowledge of Jesus the Christ. People just people like to compare themselves to other people because that's easy. <laughs> they say, I have never done anything like that. Then they look down at somebody because I'm a good person. Mm, such a snob. And I say, well, maybe nobody has asked you to do anything wrong. Maybe you've been sheltered from the world. Maybe nobody even spent time with you enough or, or they even liked you enough to ask you to do anything wrong. Oh, Listen, nobody can be a good person without being a Christian because our being good comes from our desire to be like Jesus. It is the picture of Jesus in our hearts that makes us good. It is knowing Jesus to the point that we want to be like him that makes us good. And greater love has no person than that that person will lay down their life for their friend. Therefore, our lesson today is this. When you think about being a good man or a good woman or a good mother or a good father or a good Christian, it does not mean, boo, it it has to mean that that we give up more. It, It means to lay down our life, to give up our wants, to go the extra mile for someone other than ourselves and our families and our friends. Being a giving, sacrificing, generous, loving, kind, compassionate, praying without ceasing, long-suffering, taking time out for Jesus and giving our life to Jesus, loving the Lord our God with all of our heart and all of our soul, mind, and strength. Now, that's being a good person, and you can't do it without Jesus. Because if good means laying down our life or our desires or our confidence, turning our eyes toward Jesus, and there is a great reward for that kind of posture. Jesus promises, whoever saves their life shall lose it, but whoever loses their life for my sake shall find it. Paul the Apostle said in 1 Corinthians 15.31, he said, I die every day. I need to say it every day. More of you, God, and less of me. You need to say it every day because this, my beloved, life, the truth is, life is not about us. It's about God. And to give up our lives since we may die in the flesh, but we live for eternity. 
the Father loves me, Jesus said, because I lay my life down to pick it up again. <sighs> Child of God, I'm, I'm reminded of a story. I'm reminded of a story about a family who had fallen on hard times. Now, this family considered, considered of a single mother and her four children. And actually, things had never been that easy for this dear sister and her children. They had, didn't have family or friends. They always had to struggle to make ends meet. But one day, things really took a turn for the worst. And, and the days became rougher than ever before. And the lady and her children were not very involved in the church. But still, in hard times, she would always tell her children, the Lord will make a way somehow because he's able. One day she said that, and it gave one of the children, her 10-year-old son named Joey, an idea. And he thought, well, maybe Jesus just doesn't know the problems that we're having here. So, so the little boy sat down, and he wrote a letter, and he said, Dear Mr. Jesus, we live on 6th Street in apartment 1301, and we need your help. My mama works hard, but she's tired. We need food, but we don't have enough money. Mr. Jesus, they turned the lights off yesterday. Oh, Mr. Jesus, Mr. Jesus, Mr. Jesus, we need your help. And then he signed his name. He sealed the envelope. Walked down to the church and slid it under the door. And the janitor found the note and gave it to the pastor. And the pastor read the note and immediately got on the phone and started making a few calls to some of his members. And the very next day, there was a knock at the door of Joey's house. And when his mama opened the door, there was a van load of church folk standing on her porch with groceries. And after bringing the groceries inside, someone took her downtown to get her lights turned back on. And meanwhile, the rest of the church members started cleaning up her house. She worked so hard. Who has time to take care of children at her house and fixing up the yard? Oh! Now, that's Christianity and godly action. <laughs> this woman was not a member of that church. She didn't even know the members or the pastor. But she lived in the neighborhood. And she had heard all her life about Jesus. It reminds me of the word, love your neighbor as you love yourself. Oh, well, let me finish this story. So in a couple of days... The church work crew was finished up and a few of the men were standing in the yard. The little boy walked up to one of the men and he started tugging on his pants. Joey asked him, Joey said, Mister, Mister, are you Jesus? The man said, No, son, I'm not Jesus. I'm a Christian. And that means I try my best to be like Jesus. <laughs> oh, child of God, when it's all said and done, the only thing that really matters is that we become more and more like Jesus. He's alive and well. Jesus is good and loving and caring and committed. He's a good God. Jesus is a friend of ours who gave his life for us when it's all said and done. When it's all said and done, the only thing that really matters is that we know that Jesus is the good.
good shepherd. And Jesus will take care of us. Because Jesus is both willing and Jesus is able. Oh, put your hands together. Ha, ah, we're going to sing that song. Hey, how does it go? He's able. I know he's able. I know he's able. So hold on, my brother. Hold on, my sister. For your work is not done. Just keep on believing. And hold on tight. Because he's able to give you joy in the morning. He's able. To give you joy in the morning light. Oh, child of God, I hope this word blessed you. And so I won't won't waste any time. I'm going to invite you to become a disciple of Jesus Christ. It's the only way. It's just time to be obedient to our God, our Creator today. So we're going to offer you an opportunity. You can just go to our church website and follow the information there which would allow you both to join the church and to give. And also, I do hope that you will say an amen to this service by just hitting the thumbs up button and by subscribing to our YouTube channel. And remember, spread the word of God by sharing this video. And now, to the only God, our Savior through Jesus Christ, our Lord May there be glory and majesty, power and authority. 
He's got it because he's able. And may we know that before all time. May we know that now. And may we know that forevermore. In Jesus' name.